Hello and welcome to Indie Apocalypse Radio, the show that is always 100% on time and 100% the show where the host remembers to do, the host slash social media expert slash uh, everything else remembers to put all, get collect those ducks, arrange them in a fashion that is, a, is presumably a straight line and then crosses that street without incident. Um, I'm the, the, the said duck... Uh, aligning host andrew i create oh there's a thing i forgot to do this week it's a new issue this is new issue week i have to add it to the road i have to add it to the rotation i always forget that sometimes i forget that i have to add the new thing to the loop of my very high-tech uh twitch streaming setup where it is definitely a super complicated thing and not just a couple images uh organized to kind of just loop forever but um that's enough about if you're like oh, what the, the, the heck is indie apocalypse though i don't know what that thing is i don't get it's a it's a oh there are a couple of them are out of order too I, what a fool i was can't believe no one called me on 37 falling not being after 36 and being in between the, the submission one but uh, in Apocalypse, it's the it's the monthly anthology of uh, independent alternative video games and also tabletop games. But I skew towards video games because uh, I think there's it feels like there's a lot less attention and also infinitely less money in the alternative video game space. Uh, it's uh, at least if you get a uh, wide enough personality that you're known well enough, you can, within tabletop, theoretically get people to pay money for a thing you wrote on a napkin. But I don't know if you can do that for the video game equivalent. <laughs> so I'm just trying to... Anyway, whatever. That's the thing. It's this. The host, what's up? It's the show where I talk to video game developers and I ask them questions about their games, usually a question about... Uh, uh, rock formations and certainly a question about uh, a long-standing Japanese doujin series doujin game specifically series uh, and let's see if the guests are prepared speaking of guests our first guest you may know from oops let me delete the missing guest who our uh, last minute call out but uh, I guess you may know from issue 37 of Indie Apocalypse uh, the the, the no longer uh, new child, <laughs> the now <laughs> is going, how oh, the luster is showing off. And now it's like, why don't I get all the attention anymore? Uh, which is issue 37. And uh, I try to treat all of my uh, uh, video game zine children equally. But to get to the point, <laughs> issue 37 with watering a flower, it's Lily Belmara. Lily, how are you doing today? Hi, I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing uh, fantastic. I'm doing the important thing I'm trying to do right now, which is oh, you know what I was gonna do? I need to. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna try to do this every week now, because I'm usually very bad at it. Uh, I'm gonna actually run a timer, <laughs> because sometimes I, I I forget the time, and then I'm always worried that I'm going short. But if I have a timer, then I can go over and feel self-assured that it's good to go. But hello, yes, welcome to the show. Uh, 
since you are what we call in the biz, uh, the indie apocalypse biz, an invited guest, the the tra- the traditional introductory indie apocalypse question doesn't apply to you. But I also have a a secret backup question, which was. <laughs> Uh, uh, when I contacted you, did you know what Indie Apocalypse was? Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it on um, I saw it on the front page of Itch like a long time ago, uh, probably like two years ago. Yeah, it's been a while. I think since... it was featured once. It, or it's something. been a while since I got that. Well, that feature. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I saw it then, so I knew what it was. So. Okay. Thanks for inviting me. <laughs> oh yeah, that is it's my it's my goal to uh, both. Um, it's like a, a my the invitations are like a three pronged uh, goal of uh, sometimes looking for older games to be like especially ones that like did a little uh, cycle through the blogs you know but aren't um, I don't know video games where you're a little guy who runs around and scores points so they don't. <laughs> Uh, they don't, uh, what you say, are not commercial games. So they just yeah. kind of live in this blog for a period of time and then disappear after the blogs disappear or those kind of things. I also like to uh, fill in gaps that I think I've been missing. And the, the most important thing that I try, to, I attempt to do, which is becoming um, as both a positive and a negative, increasingly difficult, is... Uh, try to find people who don't know what this is <laughs> well i'm sorry <laughs> no 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 that i take that as a as a, a uh, an unfortunate positive and uh, uh what's the opposite of a, a pyrrhic victory oh my god <laughs> whatever it is uh it's one of those where i fail mm-hmm. but for a great reason yeah i guess i'm curious how you found my game because it's pretty old at this point uh, that's a great question <laughs> I, I have um, a giant list on itch that's called uh sec which is short for secret um uh, oh. and i add to it and then i have a lot of other sub lists that are like they're called like dudes or uh too big or big business or these are all called from my giant uh, to playlist, and that list is like six thousand games, or not six thousand, or is it? I don't remember. It's very big, uh, mm-hmm. but that is also not my uh, ambitious. Like, oh, I'm going to play all these games. That's me saying these are games that you should play. Mm-hmm. That list is. Oh, it is. It is six thousand seven hundred fifty-seven games. <laughs> so. <that's a> <laughs> So I've wow. pulled that down to 820 that don't fit into uh, people who have zero contact information, people who are just like regular old dudes, you know, because I have uh, I try to avoid. I mean, let's be honest. Uh, dudes have plenty of dudes have had their day. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I try to avoid uh, much like in the same. Uh, uh, what's the word? Uh vein of i try to avoid repeats in, in another attempt to avoid uh, giving opportunities to all the same people over and over again it's uh like mm-hmm. no need to like you know your cishead white american dudes and uh let's see i sometimes when i'm feeling saucy i'll include european in that like uk mainland europe uh mm-hmm. 
have have had their day. So that I, I call all those dudes, and then what? It, uh, how I found your game originally? I don't remember. It could have been through a blog. It could have been through. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, like my recommendations. It could have just been like me playing something. Uh, I also follow everybody I include, and pay attention to what they uh, add to their collections and rate five stars. Uh-huh. So somewhere along that line, it came into that. I added to that list, and then at the beginning of the month, I look through that list and I start like, like I start checking out games and be like, huh, let me let me try out this one, let me play this one, and let me try some of these and this, and that's how I find uh, the game I want to say, hey, uh, s- please spend two seconds to add your game to this list. I'll pay you money. <laughs> <laughs> or yeah. Since, uh, Sorry, two seconds to make your game to this gem in exchange for, I say twenty, but it's uh, it's like a soft sixty, I think, mm-hmm. overall based on uh, Patreon and sales. But we've think... been talking. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was just gonna say the biggest mystery for me is how anyone found it to write about it in the first place because it was <laughs> like the day after I uploaded it someone wrote an article on waypoint and like you can see the analytics for like how they get to your page and it was like two people getting there from like the newest section of itch i'm like how did you do this i I still don't understand how that works at all but yeah the, uh, the, the, the person who allows the person who actually likes those few those few rare souls who spelunk itch and somehow convince their bosses to let them write about these games are the true <laughs> warriors of game criticism. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was also on Rebind, I think, which is probably where you saw it, because that was more recent. Yeah, Rebind. Uh, are, are, is that, I, that, that's an RIP question mark. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, <laughs> I can't remember if Rebind is still active or if one of those things is like very tentatively active. Because you know, as yeah. as it turns out, sustaining um, independent ventures are hard. Yeah, <laughs> unless you're willing to sacrifice a lot of your time and a lot of your money and recognize that you're not going to get it really in return. Yeah, I I try to just assume that I'm not going to make any money from this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and that's... just not treat it as that because I think it'll just ruin it for me. Right, because there's such a gulf between, I think, uh, or like there's such, like, you look and it's easy to look and be like, wow, look how many game styles of games there are. But like when you look at the types of games that can make money versus like, uh, and compare it to like uh, I don't know, let's say the rest of art <laughs> mediums, you realize like this the scope of games that make any kind of money at all is very small. Yeah, <laughs> I've I've made some money, but it's really just from like oh this person asked me to put something in their bundle that like yeah got popular for no reason. Right. Yeah. I really I don't put any effort into like marketing or anything like that because I don't like it. Oh, 
Lily, bad news. I don't like it either. <laughs> I learned that the hard way, like towards the end of la- towards like most of the last year, is me realizing I really hate doing like the mark the kind of marketing you need to do to be like uh, marketable. And yeah, I-, I say this with all compliments to the games involved. They're not very marketable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're like okay. Well, how do I? How do I market these uh, five-minute short personal experiences? Um, yeah, they're not very TikTok ready, you know. I... <laughs> TikTok. They're not the sort of things I can get in your face about and point at things above my head and be just generally very irritating. <laughs> with, with yeah, all, with all disrespect to people on TikTok. I can't imagine advertising a game on TikTok. It's that would be think, miserable. I, I think it really has to be like you have to be like that specific kind of like thing, you know. That kind of, you have to, or just like contort your game into something that it's not, so it looks like is shareable. I guess. Yeah, I I think the thing people do is they like purposefully create funny glitches and then like post a video like look what just happened when i was making my game and it's like you did that on purpose you're right (laughs) Uh, there's like i think because like the the hustle economy has claimed everyone so immensely it's like uh when you share things you're also creating content i guess so you have to actually you have to like sh- you can't just like a share a thing you like like you can't be your friend talking about like this weird uh unapproachable movie that you like to another friend because your friend is uh your 100 followers that you want to turn into a thousand yeah yeah i just i can't stand it i don't even have like a twitter or anything now i just <laughs> uh, when i when i see people when i when i do my like <laughs> twitter posts <laughs> And people don't have links. I think to myself, yes, God bless you. People are free. <laughs> people are safe. Uh, there's, it's really like, it's a megaphone that I get up on and I shout into once a month and then leave. Yeah. I don't know. I might try because I'm making a game again. It's been like four years since I released something. Yeah. I might try to like at least submit it to things. Yeah, yeah, I think like, you could, like, yeah, there's enough, if you, if your game, see, that's the tricky thing about bundles also, is, like, you gotta hope there's the right outrage cycle that your bundle can run counter to or something. I to, mean, there probably will be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's always one, and there, then there's, like, I'm, I, I am a noted uh, bundle, um, uh, mixed feelings are which is yeah i mean my thing is that i don't want to charge money for my game yeah. so putting it in a bundle feels like wrong because it's already free so it's right. like i'm just i'm sort of just advertising this if I, like i'm not like letting people get something for free for... right you're just kind of like hey <laughs> let me you're just shaving a couple dollars off of the it's you know Someone bought a a basket of fries and you're helping self yourself to a couple. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. 
It's, yeah, there's... I don't know. It's weird. I, I, I'm more thinking about, like... I don't know. I, I mean, I, I don't know how to do it yet. Right. <laughs> I guess I just mean, like, I'm gonna figure out how to do it a little bit. Or at least submit it to, like, some festivals or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that's... That's the other uh, thing I worry about. I've been thinking about as I see people get accepted to festivals is also uh, games that maybe can hit some, like, especially not game adjacent, like festivals that travel more in, like, uh, the interactive arts. There's, mm-hmm. there's no way to, like, there's no uh, thing to catch you in the same way that, like, there's a way for you to get caught in like you know even like film or something or doing small like concert venues there's no uh uh, like nothing within the game industry is gonna like pick up your game unless it is like the little guy with points yeah (laughs) so he's like ah i i have a, a a great alternative like this this you know you have a lot of festival accolades for your art game but then uh you put on the switch (laughs) but but speaking of art games we've been all this time and oh yeah about your game uh watering a flower um sure well it's a game i made i think five years ago at this point um I was 18 when I made it. It's very much about, like, being that age and sort of becoming an adult and everything that comes with that in terms of, like, having more freedom and stuff like that. It's, It's built like it's a conversation between, like, someone younger than that and then, like, a little older than that. Like, but it's, like, the same person. Um, yeah, I mean, it definitely, it's definitely, like, it feels like it was written by an 18-year-old, but that was also sort of the point. Yeah. (laughs) So I I think my opinion has sort of changed back and forth between, like, how I feel about it at this point, because on the one hand, it's like, I was really young when I wrote this, but on the other hand, it's like, this is pretty accurate. This, this yeah. <laughs> and people like <laughs> see that, I think, but I don't know. I, no, I, I think there's a lot of, uh, uh, I, I, I sometimes, sometimes I will get a submission that is like clearly someone young and enthusiastic wrote this and I love it. <laughs> there's, yeah. Uh, there's the, 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 like, it feels like it's not uh, naive art is not the right word because that's a different thing. But there's that kind yeah. of they're not thinking so much about uh, what is a good game, what are the the tent poles of making a good gameplay loop or whatever. There's just that 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 uh, that passion that needs to get out and needs to get poured into this code. Yeah, it was it was definitely like that. And I think, like, I don't know. I feel like if you asked me to submit it, like, two years ago, I would have said no. But right. I think it's, I've, I've gone back to being, like, this is, this is like, a, 
a time capsule. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I, I, I think that's the, the cool thing is that you need to like, like evaluate and reevaluate like your own art and like yeah. what it means to you. And, you know, if you're, if you're an 18 year old talking to your 20, you know, your 21 year old self, You'd be, you'd be like, uh, okay. And then when you are 21, you're like, oh, I was insufferable when I was 18. And then when you're 25, you're like, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I truly understand this person. Like, yes. <laughs> and maybe this 20 year old, 21 year olds, maybe a little bit too harsh. Yeah. Um, that's really, yeah, that's like, it. <laughs> like, it's like you're cringed, then you're cringing at your cringe and then you are free of all cringe. It's, yeah, exactly. And the thing is, like, at the time, I was, I think I was trying to make it a little immature, like, the writing. Yeah. On purpose. So it's not like it was, like, completely not self-aware. But <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's hard to read. Not right. for, like, not because it's cringe, just because it's, like, it's, it's sad. I don't know. No, <laughs> it's because you're in too deep, you know? Yeah, yeah. Right. right. There's like a, uh, I think there's a, a like a removal you can also get where you're like, okay, maybe I feel a certain way about this, but maybe it still means something to somebody else who's not me. Yeah, exactly. I I feel that way even more about the other, the second game I made, Paper Doll, which is like, I I I don't know why, but it's like way more people play that one i think yeah. it's like on the top of some tags on ish but it has like a really long tail of like people playing it and like every day <laughs> and uh, i don't know i still get comments that are like this was i'm like 18 i love this like <laughs> and i'm like oh my god i wanted to delete this so bad like a year ago <laughs> You can't, you need to be that, that, uh, it's important to recognize when you were like a gateway to a young mind, you know? Exactly. And like, I don't know, that one's fictional at least. So, right. <laughs> I mean, they're both, but like, it's not really supposed to be me. So it's a little better, but I still, I go back and forth. It's hard. I, I think I'm solidly in the. I'm gonna keep this now. <laughs> yeah, because even if it what is what is it? Yeah, uh, yeah, about five years old at this point. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. But it still is like even if you are uh, five years removed from it, there are people who are you five years ago. You know. Exactly. Yeah. Who are, who are so exactly. Yeah, and it's like there's. There's something there, for sure. Yeah. I mean, it, it felt very meaningful at the time for me, so. Right, right. You didn't just kind of make it because you, it wasn't like a, a, a calculated, oh, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to plan this out and this is going to be a thing that I think people need to like or whatever. Yeah. I think I think that kind of thing will always uh, connect with people, and it's 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 the same uh, situation. Why I think, um, like what endures the best is like good art and bad art, and mediocre art is so forgotten by time because yeah. <laughs> it, it feels the most without a person in it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 
but there is yeah there i i i am a huge fan of both ends of those spectrums but then <laughs> that middle part that just like blandly commercial and it will make like you know millions of dollars but in like like because i, I was because i saw it a bunch i i think you know you know in in 10 or 15 years will anyone think about making trainer anymore you know or yeah she's just like another like another pop star that uh just like made a lot of money but like these things kind of have no cultural weight and then there will be some you know what will happen if you know people who were you know the uh, maybe they were indie critical at the time or maybe even not that they'll they'll bubble to the surface and people will be like oh wow there was this whole movement of style of music that was going on that never got popular and it gets all recontextualized and everything and you know so yeah. it's <laughs> i'm realizing uh it, it's uh a tr tricky thing to tell people but uh there maybe there's some reassurance in you know hey uh maybe you'll be successful 10 years from now <laughs> for the thing you made 10 years ago yeah i mean i don't even know yeah what my goal is with that like i don't right i'm right, not like sure. hoping that that will happen but i'm also hey <laughs> well, i mean i'm fine with I'm fine with like random teenagers commenting on my thing, being yeah. like, "Thank you for making this." <laughs> ah, this is I you show know. all my friends. I didn't. There's somebody out there. Yeah, there's the passion of teenagers. Uh, <laughs> it sustains art. Yeah. But speaking yeah. of uh, uh, sustained art, maybe. Uh, <laughs> I have a question here. Let me make sure I have a singular uh, question. Yeah, I have a question here from uh, Mochi, and is uh, a, a long-standing one, which is: Do you have a favorite uh, Toho character? <laughs> no, <laughs> never. Perfect. I've never played Toho. I kind of want to, but it's sort of daunting how yeah. how long it is now like i feel like i knew some people who were into it and i don't think they played the game <laughs> i don't, I don't think, really know how it works i don't think you think of the secrets i don't think you do need to play like the main there's a lot of also like this because there's so many like offshoot games that you don't really need to play the main one yeah yeah i i probably will eventually but i don't i don't know any of the characters yet that's all right. That's this is uh, uh, it's I I should if I was a popular show I would have someone who's running stats of like who what is the percentage of people who are like I I know what that is and I have one and the percentage of people who are like I don't oh know my god yeah because it's been asked every week for a while now um, but it's always fascinating because it's also a very kind of um, important like piece of like gaming you know yeah it definitely is that's why i'm like what i need to know <laughs> but it's also it's, it's weirdly super niche at the same time it's a very weird thing but uh, mm -hmm. that said um 
uh, we've reached the end of our our, our little chat segment here, Lily. Okay. Thank you so much for being here. We're going to go on break, and I hope you can stick around uh, for the group segment. Okay. As I get everything organized. But uh, 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 see everyone else on the other side of three minutes and 19 seconds, uh, roughly. Uh All right. Goodbye. Hello and welcome oh. back to Indie Apocalypse Radio. That was uh, Fang Island with Daisy. Um, we're back to the show. I'm doing my thing. Where the second week, second time. No, I do not want to give feedback on the above results. I hope it was 20 minutes. Uh, oh, I should reset until I actually introduce my guest. I should. Uh, <laughs> is that? I think that's what. Do you think real podcasts do that? They have like uh, timers so they know how long they're going. It's. It feels like they do sometimes. Uh, probably right you'd think so it, like the, the few that i listen to uh which are primarily like guest focused ones because the fun thing about guest focused podcasts is you get new people all the time and you're always learning about new people instead of mm -hmm. like the same three people every single week and you're like them again <laughs> yeah it's very true um well we've got our, my next guest who is uh chatting before they've been introduced uh, committing good podcast cardinal sins uh, <laughs> is also uh, from issue 37 of Indie Apocalypse uh, with Current. And it's Taylor Anderson. Hello, Taylor. How are you doing uh, today? Hello. I'm doing good. Um, yeah, having a great time. Perfect. Chatting it up. Yes. <laughs> getting ready to go. Getting ready. Part of the show. My excuse to. I'm. I live very close uh, to uh, PAX East, but also it's expensive, and they don't answer my emails when I when I even when I even inquire about a booth. But oh god, uh, I think I think if you got one, it's still like two thousand dollars, which is a lot of money. Oh, that's too much money. <laughs> that's even like oh, not, no. that's not even like having to travel there. That's like yeah. That's like all the money the IRS gave me for being bad at business. <laughs> yeah, I've also I've never been to any cons just because travel anxiety and they all cost too much money and yeah. now COVID just put another thing on the pile. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the way you see you're seeing it if you're like deep in indie. Uh, you're seeing it. You realize that like even things like GDC where like, oh yeah, well comp you the cost. Also not to travel here though, of course. So people are like <laughs> getting into shows, but then can't afford to go to the shows still. Yeah. That's brutal. Because you need to travel all the way to the West coast of the United States. Um, yeah. Plane then... ticket is not overly cheap. Right. Right. No, it's expensive for me and I live in the U S <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then you have to stay in a very expensive city. Oh God, yeah. I've yeah. I've I've I remember I went to a thing in like when I went to Indicate East and like uh, there the hotel was about the size of a closet, um, <laughs> and it cost me a lot of money. And then uh, and that was taking a train there too. Uh, but I then I, I've I've done a show in Vermont where I had like a kitchen and like a bathroom with two doors, 
And like the whole stay was like a cost of a single night in New York for my closet. Holy shit. Yeah. It was and I was like, Oh, this hotel rules and it cost me yeah. basically no money. And I had That's a couch. Life. Oh my god. Yeah, it was like we should have more events like in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Maybe um things aren't walkable, but like if you live in America and uh also, a lot of parts of the other, a lot of parts of the world, you're used to like life not being walkable. I yeah, think, I think people uh, uh, kind of uh, falsely presume sometimes that just everything outside of America is walkable, <laughs> and that's not the case. Plenty <laughs> of people also have cars all over the place. We're just the worst about it, perhaps. Yeah. Toronto is blessedly pretty walkable, at least from where I am. I know there's a bunch of other places that are not in the city. But yeah, I, I, Toronto is also nice because it's basically uh, it just feels like Boston. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> ah, it's not busy. Not a lot of stuff is going on here. It's not uh, chaos. It's kind yeah, of... it is sometimes chaos. I will say, <laughs> but, but the, few, uh, the few times I've been, it's been relatively quiet. Yeah. Yeah, outside of the construction and stuff, sure, it's like sure. constant, constant construction, which I guess is like the curse of a city. Yeah, you gotta. Hey, you know that's the, that's the sound of people getting work. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's a good point. Uh, speaking of work, you did some work on a game. <laughs> <laughs> but ten out of ten. But before Segway? you did that work, you did all that work. But then you submitted to Indie Apocalypse. So the question is, hey, how'd you find out about Indie Apocalypse? I actually. <sighs> I know that I heard about like I'm so terminally online. I probably heard about it like 17 times on Twitter, like kind of like, and then kind of forgot about it or just like looked at it again and like, oh, I could never like be part of that. My game's not cool enough. And then eventually I got to a point where I like had confidence. I was like, okay, okay, I could try this out, you know, at least try to uh, submit my game, see what happens. Yeah. Um, I worked out. Truly, uh, a blessed experience. The idea of um, not being considered cool enough for this thing when I am on the opposite side of being like, oh, "This thing's not cool enough for anybody." It's like, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I yeah, I don't know. When I saw, it, yeah, I don't know. I yeah, I just never felt cool enough for it until I guess now. I don't know. Do you? I think yeah. it's more just thing than anything else well I, th I think the secret is and people have asked me like if you get into this if you get into the apocalypse because i like the games i would never put in a game i don't like yeah yeah even even if i got like three submissions i would be like no i'm gonna I'm, or like 10 submissions that i didn't like i would be like well i guess there's no submissions this week i have to <laughs> have to go knock on people's doors and get 10 more submissions because <laughs> i did not like any of the ones that were submitted to me well, I'm glad you like currents. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, yeah, I, I ended up, I kind of just started it on this like fascination with something called flow fields or flow, something like that. And then I, I kind of just scrapped all that. But I like the idea of like a field of vectors and you're kind of just like puttering around. Um, and I thought I would try to turn that into a game. Yeah. So, so what is a uh, current? Uh, Currents is like a puzzle game, I guess. Kind of a more free-flowing puzzle game. You're like making little like paths, 
like water currents on the on the sea, and you're you have these islands that spit out these ships, and you have to like get one ship from one island to another with these like water currents, but it's kind of like indirect. Yeah. Um, because they're like currents, they kind of just like drag the ship along. Um, it ended up being a really weird but kind of cool way of like doing that kind of indirect control that I liked. Um, so I ended up, yeah. Right. It, and, and it allowed us to, I liked the, uh, uh, puzzle games that allow you to over design. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> but we're, we're clearly like, it is like, it's like brute force your way to it. There's something in, uh, interesting about like being able to draw, like, I can't figure this out, but if I draw like 8 million currents, I will, I will get there. Exactly. And just like seeing the weird stuff that happens if you like put them at a cross or like put one like directly against another. There's just like a lot of like weird stuff that can happen. And then I was like, okay, this might this might actually be a thing. Yeah, and it turns out it was a thing. <laughs> turns out it is in fact a thing. Uh, 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 like a, a quite good and enjoyable thing. But. Um... Where was I going with that? I oh yeah, I wasn't going anywhere. Um, but yes, uh, uh Kurt's boats, etc., etc., etc. Um, <laughs> I was I was right. spe- speaking of boats in Toronto. I was actually disappointed when I went up there, and you guys don't have chowder <laughs> easily accessible. I would say. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, I'm not big on seafood, but I wouldn't know. But that makes sense. Yeah, because I I went to the I went to my um like my hotel adjacent Trader Joe's and there was like I was like oh hell yeah dude six eight eight things of soup can't wait to get can't wait to get some chowder and there was zero available. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. We were actually I was actually just talking about this with someone that I don't know. You said there was a Trader Joe's near your hotel in Toronto? I think so. I was just talking with I don't know, maybe this was like a bit ago, but I don't I don't think there are any more Trader Joe's in Toronto at all. Uh, I thought that would be the one place where they would be where they would be, but I I don't think there are there anymore. Well, I will say through my um uh, as we start talking in the hyper local um <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, it was very, it was like, I was about like 20 minutes from the reference library, give or take, uh, by foot probably. And it was like, not the underground shopping mall in that, uh, like that is underneath like uh, Hilton or one of those bigger hotels, but it was like a similar thing underneath a different hotel. Yeah. We have like this insane underground network in Toronto that is like hell for someone like me who doesn't like no orientation like i just i can get lost in that little underground like network for hours <laughs> right and then you come up and you're like uh-oh i thought yeah <laughs> uh, you need well you need to go down there with like a compass and just so you exactly keep your bearings and for someone like me who needs a compass above ground being below ground i'm like oh no yeah where is- am i I have no sun, no Big Dipper to guide me through this. <laughs> yeah. There's been a few times where I've, like, gone down there for something, and I, I only find it after, like, double or triple the time I thought it would take to get there. Yeah, it's... Uh, uh, I, 
kind of I kind of like them. There there's a there's something nice to an underground shopping mall that I yeah. don't know what it is. It's just I like that they're underground. Yeah, there's something about it. It kind of there's this like whole like backrooms phenomenon. I feel like right. it kind of is in the same vein of like being in this weird space. Yeah, because it. As someone who who grows up, grew up, I say grew up and still lives around only above ground malls. They're they're like a, they're like oh they're, they're the ceilings are so much shorter, and there's all these little like kiosks and they're all hiding around and then suddenly there's a subway station. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's kind of its own like underground ecosystem. Yeah, um, and it's a, it's a neat thing. I like the I. I like the idea of a, a city where you can travel without having to walk along the streets. Yeah. And in a place like Toronto where today or like yesterday it was like storm, like an insane snowstorm with like thunder and lightning and everything. And then today it's just like all slush and yeah. cold and nasty. It's like it, there is an appeal to like, let's just go underground and do all of this that way. Um, rather than deal with the horrible slushiness of winter, Toronto in winter. Right, right. Even if it's like there are skyways. Oh, I, I dream of a, a city with ample skyways between all their buildings. Yeah, that's also sweet. But I don't, I don't there's know. a few of those here, but not not nearly as much as the underground. Right, not enough to get you where you want to go. No. But, but man, what a, I would, I would, I would love it. But we're not just here to talk about city infrastructure all day. I don't think, I don't think that's, I mean, this show isn't really about, oh. it's not really about anything, perhaps. It's kind of just about uh, talking to developers who I would usually unlikely come in contact with and developers who would unlikely come in contact with each other. But because even like I, this is my uh, year off. I'm not going anywhere. Maybe next year I'll start uh, traveling out again. And yeah. Going to shows, but even then it's like, I, uh, I travel not as like a game developer, but I travel thinking as a uh, kind of like a, like a regular artist would, where it's like, well, I'm going to this show. I want to make money. <laughs> I want to. Yeah. I want to break even or something and. There's not a lot of that in games. You don't see a lot of game developers selling their games at conventions. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough to like show that off in like a a good way without renting a bunch of equipment, I guess. Right. Yes, that's a whole. I usually have a laptop. What a singular laptop. <laughs> two yeah. If, two if I'm lucky. Because <laughs> if I'm not driving, like if I'm not traveling by car. Which is like maybe one or two shows ever. I'm not. I'm not. My 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 PC tower is like the one I got, and I don't want to replace it. Yeah, yeah. Oh so gosh, yeah. Traveling is yes. I'm not trusting that to air travel and or nor like UPS is just it's like too stressful. Yeah, yeah. So it was very much like I, I I'm not bringing a laptop. It's also why I made uh, the zine, because. Uh, how, oh yeah. How do I demo four hundred games? <laughs> 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 There's not really a good solution to that. 
so I have this cool little thing that I that I uh, show off, and hopefully people would be like, uh, I get it. Sometimes a lot of times people don't get it. <laughs> They're like, uh, it's a, I actually had to make. I re very recently made another a, a, a second zine, a mini, mini zine of my own, explaining what Indiepocalypse is. <laughs> <laughs> so i could like have it at conventions or like markets and be like here read this to learn what this whole thing is <laughs> and then and then get this right right and then give me money for this because people are like oh it's a magazine and like no it's not reviews it's not it's not it's, it's there's it's just a bundle I, I i think it's mostly my fault of not using the word bundle when i just could use the word bundle yeah, but there's been, like, all sorts of... I feel like I've... The bundle, like, idea has gone from, like, Humble Bundle, which was, like, really cool, and, like, everybody loved it in the first days, and then, like, all these bundles kind of rushed in of, like, really... All of them were kind of predatory, like, here, so your game for, like, a dollar comparatively. Um, I joined a lot of those bundles with yeah. some of my first games. Just to, like... Because it, it kind of promises, like, exposure a little bit. It's like here, bundle with all these other sometimes well, more well-known games. And now they're kind of back in a different form with all this um, like kind of more cool bundles of like huge bundles of games for a cause, which yeah, it's a better way to do it, I think. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, kind of back to the, the original uh, purpose theoretically, where it's like you're getting a bunch of games for charity. Yeah, yeah. That's the big thing. Yeah, and then, but then also, uh, uh, it devalues games individually, uh, maybe. Yeah. But that's where that's where I come in. I'd be like, these free games? No, this free game costs fifteen dollars. <laughs> exactly. And like, I don't know. It's not like I. It's not like Currents was like getting a whole lot of value outside of it, just kind of sitting there. Right. I don't know. <laughs> And it's, but it's like, uh, there's, I think there's, you know, my hope is that there's something to, uh, saying, Hey, uh, this thing costs money. Yeah. 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 I think that's a, a noble cause. I, I, I've sort of unfortunately had to abandon that with my own stuff because a right. lot of the time I've given up on putting like a bunch of eyes on this thing enough to like then convert that into money. It's more just like. For potential employers, it's like here's everything. Right, right. I, I, I got... I'm out here doing that work. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. That's why I also link to everyone's uh, itch pages to be like, hey, and I guess if you want to play the games for free, you can do that too. I don't really care that much. It's kind of, kind of nice yeah. to have people play the games, and if the people then get a little bit of cash. And hopefully it, it kind of adjusts this mindset so that people will be like, oh, I will pay um, $30 or, you know, $5 for a 30 minute long game. Yeah. In the same way that people will pay like $40 from a, for like a silent movie from the 30s. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Giving it that like cachet, I guess, cultural cachet. Yeah, because people are how how we treat money is very weird, uh, and inconsistent. 
in terms of yeah. this idea of value. Yeah, value in like indie games has definitely been through a lot of weird stuff with the whole like mobile kind of race to the bottom. Right, right. And it's like as soon as someone finds a little bit of leverage, someone else is going to race it to the bottom as fast as they can. Yeah. Yeah. And then like, yeah, the expectations just get built in of like, this doesn't deserve to cost this much. Right. Um, ideas like that i had someone at an event like tell me like oh a, a movie usually costs ten dollars so and they're like usually naughty miss it two hours so i tried it i was like how could you think like that <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly I was so like oh, i do like, i like to make sure a game is at least a couple hours and it's oh like, god that's madness do you only watch <laughs> My thing is I only watch the long movies so I get the most value out of them. Yeah, or like the idea that like I could probably make a game that takes a really long time to finish but you would probably not like to play it. Um, right. It's kind of, yeah, the two things are divorced of their value. You know, I, I, ex I exclusively watch movies that are at least three hours long so I get the most value out of my, my uh, most bang for my <laughs> buck as they say. <laughs> exactly it it creates a weird number of movies that a weird uh, amalgam of movies that i watch of old epics and new epics and then just laborious uh delightful films like <laughs> everyone's favorite uh sight and sound masterpiece uh john dealing but this is uh 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 a Jean Dillon fan cast. This is Indiepocalypse Radio. Uh, <laughs> so much as I occasionally think, well, what if it was? Uh, uh, I get distracted because that is my. F I think that is. I I love when lists come out. Lists of like things, especially when they're ranked. Because oh gosh, people always get upset about them because it's right. Oh yeah, isn't on top. But this, yeah. The latest sight and sound one, I think, I don't think anyone, any list will ever top it because <laughs> uh, that top film is a, is a answer that satisfies nobody. <laughs> uh, it fits into no, like, pop culture canon, like, should be number one. And it's, uh, it's a delight. It's a treat of decisions. But anyway, <laughs> before I, I go too deep into full movie mode which i've been going lately and start railing about hey what if we what is what is the three colors trilogy of video games does it exist the uh, three colors three colors are you not uh I, I'm, I'm, I'm not i'm gonna not say know. the the director's <laughs> name properly but i'm gonna look it up while i say it before i say it uh by uh Christoph Kislowski. Uh, he did three movies: uh, *Colors of the French Flag*, *Blue, White, Red*. I just watched them all. Man, I was. It's one of those things where I go, I love cinema. I love cinema. <laughs> what a medium. Uh, but, uh, and I think, but that's it's it's it is very cool. And it's 
only only coward to ask the question was the Citizen Kane of video games because how many people how many of these people have even seen that movie to begin with let's be honest <laughs> yeah it's like what do they, do they do they know what it means when they ask that question and also like it's a little bit silly to like think about the Citizen Kane as like the top of the I don't know like I feel like that's very ambiguous and amorphous it depends on the person a lot of the time right right i i saw i remember seeing something on twitter where they have people say good things on there sometimes uh, uh, sometimes i think i think when you when you're less concerned about being part of the discourse and like part of like treating twitter like a conversation you post a lot better but like i remember seeing people uh around one one of the times that everyone was saying Twitch was or Twitter was dead, they were like, uh, you know, this thing doesn't work because I get nobody. I have ten thousand followers, but sixty people watch my Twitch streams and nobody retweets my stuff. And it's like, I've literally only ever seen your your posts when you're just like doing like very milk toast. Uh, uh, here's my stance on a cause kind of thing. I've never seen anyone ever promote your uh, original content, as they say. And, like, that's why. It's because, you know, it rewards that kind yeah. of behavior. Yeah. I also think it's weird to, like, think that you're, like, owed a certain amount of engagement based right. on your followers right, in right. general. Right. And, like, it's like those people aren't following you because you play super mario by the super randomizer on twitch they're following you because when something comes up you're gonna say something kind of pithy you know yeah but uh anyway the thing that someone says that film school did not teach their film degree didn't teach them which movies are good it taught them how to explain why they like why the good movies are good or something to that effect uh yeah that makes sense i think it's a list when someone sees a list of top things you should be like wow a hundred great things to try. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Very silly to like try to like ascribe a, an actual order to anything in that yeah. kind of space. They're like the completely, completely incomparable. How do you, yeah. How do you, how do you compare like uh, vertigo to in the mood for love? They're just such radically different things. Yeah, exactly. It's they, yeah. They just both that's have not how, like, art, That's not how art works, right, I don't right. think. Even like even uh within like Indie Apocalypse sometimes there'll be like three or four visual novels and I'll be like, Oh, maybe I have too many but then I think no, no, no. Visual novels are just a, like a, a a presentation style, but all these things are actually like radically different than each other. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah, there's so many different styles, right. even with a given genre. Right, and like in how they present the text and like like what the story they're telling. It's just so, there's so much uh, avenues for expression, I think, yeah. games. Uh, I th too much tech energy and like coder brain inside video games, I think. Yeah, <laughs> especially considering like books are a thing that contain like like stories in general are like there's so many different ways you can tell them even within the same presentation same like graphics same sound like i don't know yeah uh, it's a lot of variation right right and i just worry that like i think just because you have to like there's this coder element that isn't necessarily like uh 
and a strictly like an art skill, I suppose. You get a lot of people who aren't necessarily like uh, coming at it from uh, art or like uh, view game development as problem solving. Yeah, yeah. But speaking of game development, uh, as we approach <laughs> the end of our time here, I got to ask you about a popular video game series. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> Oh, I feel like I know what the answer to this question is going to be. <laughs> Do you, Taylor, have a favorite Toho character? Oh, Christ. You know, I listened to, like, the podcast before this, <laughs> and I, I saw that question come up, and I was like, oh, oh, no, oh, no. I, like, flipping through the Toho Wikipedia page, which is, like, ins- extremely long. Yes. There's, like, 18 games, 18 and a half games in the series. I was like, I don't know where to start. Um... I unfortunately do not have a favorite Toho character. Um, but after this, yes, I will look into it. Oh, you know what? That's something I should do for... Uh, I'm trying to think of like what I want to do for my pledge drive uh, segment. I should have a Toho segment. Oh, yeah. Where I play terrible <laughs> games. I've, I've considered... I have this ubu.com link opened on my browser for a while. Uh, for the film Wavelength, I was like, because uh, friend of the the show Crowdcan, I think, talks about it a lot as one of her favorite films. And I was like, I should watch Wavelength finally. <laughs> I was like, what if I, <laughs> what if I did a watch along for Wavelength on the pledge drive, just a, a like a forty eight minute film that's just a single zoom on a on a room. <laughs> would that be a momentum killer or would that be on brand? I haven't decided yet. <laughs> Probably both. <laughs> Probably. But I don't know. I, I might do it. Who knows? Uh, also, UbuWeb, Ubu.com, a huge fan of that site. It's just like... I've never heard of this site. It's like a, it's like a archival site, just like alternative art that's been around since, as I say, since 1966. And I don't think the website has changed since 1966. Or 1996, sorry. I think it's probably been the exact, it's probably been the exact same web design for all those years. <laughs> I mean, but, why change it? It's perfect. No, oh, yeah, cool. that's the thing. Like, I they I they've did a post on it that I've mentioned multiple times of like, the internet hasn't changed. You've just let people trick you into thinking it's changed. Because <laughs> they talk about how they've been doing the same thing for like decades, almost two decades now or three almost three decades now and like it still works yeah that is crazy to think that it's been yeah that long holy cow yeah yeah and it's like it still works and you can still just do it you can still just make a website that is text and links and it's it yeah. just works yeah exactly Speaking of things that just work something that just works is uh my transition button <laughs> oh, I got a, I got a big lol in the chat. I want I need to I need to learn what that. We'll learn on the other side of this break. We're gonna learn what that lol is about. Um, but in the meantime, um, um, Taylor, thank you for being here. Oh, Toho. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah, it's um, gotta be the Toho. Perfect. Uh, I didn't know have I could have had another film sicko in here. And the idea of uh, truly uh, avant just screening forty eight minutes of avant garde art. As a Twitch stream, <laughs> um, would be uh, dense. But anyway, 
I'm going to find, there you are, trying to find where Fubar was hiding. You also, you don't need to work, that's the other thing, you don't need to use Spotify if you don't want. Fubar just plays MP3s and Flax and MIDIs, and it just works. <laughs> yeah, I've been, I, I think I've, yeah, it's been a while since I've used Spotify. I, I mean, I, I still use it regularly because it's convenient, but I also buy a lot yeah. of music off Bandcamp. So Yeah, Bandcamp is where it's at. But I, 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 I'm a strange person in terms of like, I consume things the wrong way and also the right way. You know, I, when I was younger, I was burning, I was burning PS2 games basically as demo discs to decide whether I wanted to buy them or not. So <laughs> that's sick. I had a very strange approach to piracy where it's like, I do want to support this work, but also, uh, I'm weird about it. <laughs> but anyway, I'll be back in like two minutes and 40 seconds. Uh, goodbye for now. Destroyer with, uh, oh God, I've, Virgin with a memory. Uh, I, and that is the thing that makes me go, I should watch, um, at some point I should watch Fitzcarraldo and also, uh, the movie about the making of Fitzcarraldo, uh, 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 not the weight of a measurable talent. That's a Nick Cage movie. Oh, God, what's the name of that movie? That's about the making of Fitzcarraldo. I I wish I could know what you were talking about. <laughs> Fitzcarraldo, the you know the old Werner Herzog movie about the guy making or moving a boat across a mountain. Uh, I know I know Werner Herzog. Yeah, I don't think I've seen this movie though. Um, it sounds like a really excellent like making of documentary though. Yeah, I've seen clips of it and just like. Besides the fact that he's like, I love listening to that guy talk because he. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, it was like a very troubled shoot. In a lot of ways, uh, I, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, I don't got it. I don't got it. I don't got it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Holy cow! This looks crazy. What was that? Just looking at Fitzcarraldo. Oh. <laughs> just uh, sorry, now I'm just researching Fitzcarraldo. No, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, no, not Aguirre. No, don't just give me other movies. You know what I want. A Burden of Dreams. That was it. Burden of Dreams, the movie about the making of Fitzcarraldo. Um, actually, have I? I don't think I've actually seen any of his stuff. I think I've only ever seen Nosferatu, too, honestly. And I, although I have seen, like, you know, that clip at the end of Grizzly Man, or that is close to the end of it, where he listens to the thing. And anyway, I, uh, I like his, uh, I like that, uh, that quote of being like, uh, his weird approach to his uh, unorthodox approach to documentary filmmaking where he's like, I want to be a hornet, not a fly on the wall. <laughs> I want to be an active participant in the documentary. But anyway, we're back with our, after I was con con after contemplating film names for a second and then finally giving up and looking it up. Um, we're back with Taylor and Lily, our two, uh, uh, Toho ignorant guest today. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Not a. I'm learn about Toho one of these days. They know nothing about the Scarlet Castle. 
uh, or uh, I, I, I reached my, my three or four touch points that I, that I am aware of, as if I am some <laughs> sort of expert scholar, which I am not. There's like a bird who runs a, a, caf, uh, a cafe or something and sells lamprey. Oh but uh, or maybe that's just a game. I don't remember. Anyway, anyhow, uh, we've got our, our, our guests here. We are sitting around to the hanging out in the the group chat segment where we just kind of you know like uh, let out and like we have questions like, hey, uh, did any of you have any either of you? have any sort of uh, burning questions where you're like, oh, the other guests, I had, I had to speak up or I had a question or that sort of thing. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely <laughs> did. <laughs> well, it's possible it will return to you at some point. Um, I'll just... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fine. As I as I find a way to retread, go I'll just go back and retread our conversations. Like Chowder underground malls, a bunch of movies. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just gonna comment on the the location stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and just, I don't know. I was just thinking about that because I've never, I've never really lived in a place where there was like anything. <laughs> no, I, I. And I was like, yeah. I'm very similar. I, uh, when my car was like broken, when I thought, I thought I just had brake issues. And then the guy was like, yo, your car's fucked up, man. Uh, <laughs> he, he, show, he like showed me like my back wheels, like this thing, these, the, like the thing that connects your wheels together. Uh, this is fully rotted through. It's not even connected. <laughs> it's, I was like, that's bad. He's like, yeah, it's real bad. Uh, you should just get you should just get a new car. It would cost so much money to fix this one. Oh yeah. no! And then I I was had the realization that, like uh, the, the closest place like literally the closest place that I could get a job without a car is like a, a twenty to thirty minute walk. Oh no! And then it's like a gas station or a liquor store. I had to I had to do that when I moved here. I had to walk to the car place. Yeah, <laughs> I did. I did do that. One That's time definitely I, yeah. rural there, experience. Yeah, there was a time when I dropped off my car to be repaired, uh, and I did not have a ride. And there were no like, or no like, uh, like a ride share would have cost like sixty dollars to go home. <laughs> and I missed time the bus, and I like I didn't walk to the bus stop, the bus stop which was like an hour away, and I would have to oh, wait another God. two hours to get there. So I just walked another hour and a half home. Yeah. that's too much walking it is a lot of walking but when you grow up as a kid in these places you just kind of walk for hours on end you know because <laughs> you like got nowhere else to go it's like hey you guys you want to go to mcdonald's oh no one has a car let's go two hours <laughs> to mcdonald's oh my god <laughs> and then hope yeah and then when when a friend gets a car you're like uh we're we're free finally we can like I think, like I get why uh, people dislike them, but unless you lived in like the middle of nowhere, you have you like it's it's hard to not understand the romanticism of having a car. Oh yeah, <laughs> and like 
how it's much... i mean it's just necessary right and like the, like the the freedom it allows you it's like we can go to the like when you're hanging out in high school if your friend has a car you guys can just like go to the 24-hour walmart at 1 a.m is this, is this I where mean, i revealed yeah. i don't have a driver's license <laughs> <sighs> i was just I, um yeah I wish like, I where I used to yeah. live there was there was there were there was public transportation and I did not get a driver's license and now I'm here and I'm like there's nothing I just I just need a driver's license yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's the it's the ultimate trade off it's like uh, do you not want to spend a million dollars a month to live in a house or do you want to be near anything and sometimes yeah. it's like. I'd rather live somewhere. Yeah, I've just, I've just, I guess, gotten lucky. Like, I've always kind of lived near Toronto, so it was like never, right. like it was always just like, yeah, I'll probably just go there. Yeah, it, it is a, uh, it's a very, I, I do not uh, regret. Uh, it's not a, a great thing, you know, <laughs> to not be able to like be near anything. To. Uh, uh, you know, I, when I went to go see that movie, it was like an hour drive to get there. Uh, so it's not, it's not like, ah, oh, it's, you know, it's it's well out of my way to get to anywhere that has anything. Mm. Even my yeah. own, even like where I live no longer has a movie theater. So I have to drive like uh, half an hour to get to a movie theater. Oh my God. That's that like... Sucks. And that's just like an that's AMC. Bad. It's not even like a, like a like an indie art house or something. Like a where, cool one, yeah. Where I can see cool movies. I have to go all the way to Providence to see cool movies. Oh my god! Wait, in Rhode Island? Yeah. That's like, that's crazy. <laughs> also, it's also I I don't know where you're from, but New England is tiny, so it's like relatively small. Yeah. Well, I I grew up in New Jersey. Okay, yeah. So true. I'm like surprised that there's any place that is 30 minutes from a movie theater there because in New Jersey it's like it's entirely like suburbs of of New York. It's like for like the entire state. <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah, it's just all spillover. It's like all all to the bus station to New York is New Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> But now, yeah, I've moved. So. Yeah, it is is a is a weird uh, thing to 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 be in. But like also, you know, I, it's fine. <laughs> you, <laughs> you, it's generally difficult to have the luxury. You just gotta live wherever you want to live. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of. Uh, did I grow up here? Well. <laughs> Is it, is it how much is it worth it to go somewhere else? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and sometimes it's like, uh, it's well, it's not worth it. <laughs> you've got to uh, just inherit what you've got and just till the land until you die and pass it on. <laughs> Though to be fair, we don't have a, a tillable land outside of you know. Bogs. Uh, 
Uh, but anyway, uh, 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 enough about bog. No, this isn't a bog talk. Uh, this is uh, video games, you know? Um, they, they come out, yeah. uh, people play them. Do either of you play video games? The important questions here at Indiepocalypse. Uh, yeah. Huh. I'm weird. I... <laughs> That's it. <laughs> um, yeah, I've been trying to get more into like indie stuff. I, I, for the last little while, I've been playing a lot of just like the bigger multiplayer stuff with friends. Um, yeah. That's the the thing is like they take a, a lot of time and yeah there's the um it takes like a certain like degree of dedication in a way to be like I want to play something that no one's going to talk to me about with or talk with me yeah about. even just to like learn a new game is just like sometimes takes some time but yeah something I got to get back to but it turns out it's like when you have such a finite time, I, I like did the math the other day of how much time I actually have during, like if I did nothing else, how much time I had that is free time and it's not a lot. Yeah. You, yeah. You have a ton of stuff on your plate. It's kind of crazy to think about. Yeah. I was like, okay, if I, if I, if I assume that I have to sleep and I assume that I know I have to go to work. <laughs> Uh, I have like about I don't know twenty seven hours a week, assuming that uh, eating and making food and uh, hygiene all takes a, a zero amount of time. Yeah, Which... yeah. I have not been playing many games, especially because when I want to, I usually am like, "Well, I want to work on." The game about changing, so. right? Because <laughs> you're like, oh, well, I gotta, yeah. get to, I gotta. That is it. the other thing. You like play so much games just because you're playing your own game a lot. <laughs> a lot of the time, to test it and figure out what's wrong and everything else. Yeah. Right. It's like, I well, I don't need to play more video games. <laughs> or if I do, they're just gonna be whatever's easiest a yeah. lot of the time. Just something yeah. I gotta break out of. Something, yeah, very, very low, st very, that's that's the appeal of, uh, the, the, like, you know, your multiplayer games of, like, oh, I, I can just play a couple, a round or so of this, you know? And then yeah. My way. Exactly. Or, you know, I can just, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, I can just like uh, I'll just play a little bit of I'll just do my dailies, you know. Yeah, or like someone wants to play this, you know, I'm as well just play it with them, and then. Oh, we got important late breaking question. We got important late breaking question from Ash in the chat. Uh, do you have favorite really? bogs in video games? Oh shit! <laughs> favorite bog. Favorite bog. You have a favorite bogging now. Now I'm now I'm thinking because I have a very like specific uh, a correlation. Of what I think I because I am thinking specifically like uh, you know cranberry bogs. Oh, uh, I 
because that is yeah, like I, what I know. Yeah. So like, what what is a what is a broad understanding of what a bog is? I don't know if I have a good understanding of what a bog is. I just kind of equate it with a swamp, but I don't know if that's correct. A bog or bogland is a wetland that accumulates peat as a deposit of dead plant materials. What's a is bog the same as swamp? There are four this types of wetlands. So... We're getting into we're getting the nature chat here. Okay, this so is such a difficult thing, question. The big thing about bogs, which are not fens or swamps or marshes, all different things. Uh, uh, bogs have that spongy peat moss deposit. Interesting. <laughs> Do you I don't think know if... most of the people making those environments even know that they're making a bog or are they just putting some water and grass i think they're just putting water and grass they don't know whether it's a bog or a fen or a swamp or a marsh and i'm going to start calling them out on it there's that one segment in elden ring where there's like a wide wide like almost lake but it's like almost only like knee high of like yeah. blood underground that's pretty crazy I don't know. Like it's tough to call any of that a bog, though. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I found one. I looked it up. <laughs> as opposed to a runoff from groundwater or streams. Okay, swamps are mostly standing. Oh. I cheated. I tried to look it up, yeah. and I thought that Donkey Kong Country had a bog, but it's a bayou, so. Bayou is something Sorry. completely different. <laughs> oh, shit. oh, what is a what? Is, okay, what now? What is a bayou? What is? Isn't that like a like a, a part of like a body of water? Yeah, it's. I think it's water mostly, but ah, it's, it's a slow-moving stream, river, marshy lake, wetland, or creek. Oh, it's creek. I mean, wetland. Yeah, we're getting there. There's a there's so much. Whenever I type "bog" video game "bog" into Google, it just autocorrects it to "blog." Yeah, that's what my they brain autocorrected when I first saw it. <laughs> no, we got an important question from our gaming. What are your most memorable swamps slash bog? No, we can't say swamp slash bogs because they're different things. <laughs> I saw that. I no. saw that too. <laughs> Those are different things. Uh, we're gonna have to. <laughs> figure out what is atop a bog in a game. Yeah, there's too much swamp slash marsh slash bogs. These people... Yeah. They really use them interchangeably. Yeah, yeah. Even when I put quotation marks around bog, it still gives me blog. The, the one I think of, the one that came to the top of my head that I remembered immediately when i think of like a, a just in within that just that general wetland area i think there was one in the first witcher that was like a big kind of wetlands area i think that there was a wetlands area in it there was a lot of fog and in my mind because the bogs are really foggy often <laughs> there's a lot of you know that that bog fog that shows up and so i don't know foggy. if that's yeah and I remember that area had a lot of fog in it, so I guess that's what makes me think it's more bog. Like, I don't know if swamps... No, swamp gas. There's swamp gas, so swamps get fog, too. 
Anyway, <laughs> we've gone down this little rabbit hole. It might be the case that there's no bogs in any video game. Are there no, no true... real true bog? Oh god, are there, if, are there, if there are no true bogs in video games, do I, do, do I need to do a bog jam? Bog jam? Uh, I would submit to the bog jam, I'll tell you that. We need to, where it's like, it's like, I usually, Indie Apocalypse is pretty free-flowing about what I can include, but no, bog jam, I'd be like, if this is not a bog, it is disqualified. You have to, you have to meet the dictionary definition of a bog. Right, and we're going to have, it's going to be sponsored by a wildlife foundation, so that they know uh, specifically that this is, in fact, a bog. They go, they sign off on it. <laughs> we get them to look at every game, just give, yeah. like, a check mark. Yeah, they like this. This fits the criteria in terms of like uh, ground layout, uh, vegetation, floral, flora and fauna, both appropriate. Whether there's the appropriate deposits of peat. Yes, yes, we need to check peat levels to make sure that we've got peak peak peat levels to ensure bog status. Anyway, all right. Uh. I guess to say maybe I have feelings about bogs that I didn't know that I had. <laughs> I I can drive to Ocean Spray. I, I Ocean Spray is like a thirty minute drive for me, maybe even less. That's great. Like the cranberry fields. Like the like the like oh, the, the, like the factory oh or whatever. That stuff always seems so magical to me. I but, know. I love like, a, a huge like field of like cranberry cranberries just yeah just there there are like a couple of them not five minutes of not a five minute drive away from me that's crazy yeah yeah it's uh, one of those like that would be a good video game environment like a cranberry pond or what bog (laughs) cranberry bog those those things come up, and it's one of the reasons why I'm curious about like, uh, you know, playing a game like like Norco or maybe like Kentucky Road Zero is the idea of. Uh, as someone who doesn't, I also don't play a lot of video games, but I have a large list of video games I should probably play at some point. <laughs> uh, or like very aspirationally, like oh, I gotta play these games, but they, in this in the same way, Blueberry Garden, in the same way that. Uh, Movies where you're like, oh, I gotta sit down and watch a movie. Those things are so long. Games are like, I gotta play a game. Those things are so long. Very true. Uh, okay. Looking at Blueberry Garden. But. Uh, is that a game or just like a, a, a no, Blueberry Garden? It's a, it's a very old game. Yeah, I say old, relatively speaking. So we can argue that's high groundwater. The things grow very fast too. Oh, maybe, maybe they're maybe they're talking about the conceptual, the idea of a blueberry garden. I'm not sure. Uh, Perhaps. But yeah, there, there's that thing where it's uh, yeah. You, you don't see uh, the American scene pop culture is like such a. Uh, a f- like a false version or like does not feel like an authentic version of what America looks like, you know, 
practice the, the, the very kind of abstracted whatever, like, you know, in the same way that most countries, things are just like, here's our abstracted version of yeah what France or England we think it is. Here's, you know, New York City, I guess, is what America is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Los Angeles. Okay, yes, it was the game. Yeah, I did find that Blueberry Garden, yeah. Uh, I'm... Oh, I'm in incognito mode. Let me get out of incognito mode so I can put Blueberry Garden on my wish list. If I didn't, <laughs> like, if I didn't accumulate it in some like bundle over the years, oh, I didn't. Oh, oh this is the face for other same person who did Else Heartbreak. Whoa. Oh, oh wow. Okay. That's the end. Only six years between them. <laughs> Video games <laughs> shouldn't take six years to make. That's a lot of time. Yeah, holy cow. Yeah. That that's part of that's the that's the other secret thing of Indie Apocalypse, like uh doing games the traditional way and seeing people like show the same game year after year after year after year after year. And I'm like that's so much time to make a game. Yeah. What if they could be a little shorter? But uh yeah, and that's also a lot of other a lot of people worked on Alice Heartbreak. Yeah. Uh, games take too long to make. We shouldn't spend so long making video games. It's really, yeah. You don't expect it to take that long. So long, but it does. Yeah. I'm a big fan of uh, reusing. Oh, I have to. I have to save this. Stealing. This Twitch chat's going to go away. Uh, oh, wait, you know what I can use to save this? I can use. What's that thing? Uh. Oh, did they did they already get rid of that feature? There was a feature for bookmarking that was like mark this to read or something. But I think they may have gotten because I thought it was very annoying. Uh, because I was just trying to bookmark things and I was like try to keep adding it to my to read list. But I think they may have gotten my rid of the to read list. Um, but. Yeah, right. And still working on a new game, you know, some eight years later. So many, so many games, Links. Maybe there's other. Anyway, anyway, getting too distracted <laughs> by going down these little holes of uh, yeah. game designers and artists and stuff like that and me going uh, I wish I had more money to give to people there's, there's a lot of <laughs> people are like oh uh, uh, if I had more money I could commission a, a wider swath of game developers but it's kind of like uh, uh, you gotta you gotta work sustainably you know yeah. Yeah, and it's 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 getting closer. Well, it's not sustainable yet. Uh, if I lose it, if I don't have a job, it is like still very dependent on the fact that 
uh, when I say fair, I mean 100% dependent on <laughs> I have a job. <laughs> if I did not, I would be like, this is over. And today I would be like, nope, done. Wrap it up. We had a good run. But I would like uh, be skidding against having no money if I like, uh, well, I don't think it's practical and I, for myself and I, I don't think any kind of developer artist to be like, I should have zero dollars available for me in life if it means pursuing my craft. It's like, no, you should, things can happen to you. If you can, if you have the ability to uh, put some money aside, you should put some money aside. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, getting to, uh, in the weeds of all this, I do have a a little secret project brewing up soon. Uh, getting a lot of a lot of good good traction of artists, and I'm very excited. Uh, but anyway, that's the show. This show's been going for a while. Um, <laughs> and we'll keep going for a while more because um, I've done pledge drives where I talk for eight hours and I can continue to uh, talk for a very long time. And if, and if people talk back to me, then I can just go even longer. <laughs> so, <laughs> these conversations could go very long, uh, but people do need to... I presume that uh, people should also listen to this during and after the fact so it needs to be kept to be a reasonable length i think somewhat i'm like you know an hour hour and a half is like a good uh, length to listen to a podcast i think maybe i don't know um, sounds right that's what i yeah. use mine are usually like an hour ish uh anymore and it's like what are you doing who's got the time to listen to these people even if I, uh, anyway, this is all to say that we're closing down the show. Um, thank you both for being here. Unless you have any, any last minute pressing matters to discuss, we're going to move on to the, uh, important, the all important final segment of any podcast. No, I think I'm okay. All right. Perfect. Uh, so, what is this? Uh, 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 which is well, people, uh, we, we want to find your stuff on where can we find it? Taylor, where can people find your stuff if you're looking for it? Oh, sure. Uh, all my games are at slimefriend.itch.io. I have a Twitter. I don't know if you want to go to that though. <laughs> well, well, hey, will, will slimefriend get you there? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. On there. If your itch page gets you there, that's all you really need. Yeah, there you go. Slimefriend.itch.io. Perfect. Uh, Lily, this this game, you're, where can we find these old games? And this game you're working on now, uh, where would be the best place to find those? Um, my itch page also, which is Lily Belmira, and there's you. There's no way you can see updates for my new thing at all because i don't post them <laughs> perfect Listen, that's a way to live and that's uh if that's bell with one l just in case don't get uh saucy with it but two 
Uh, yeah. That is, uh, yeah. Do people need updates about everything? I don't think you don't need to make like devlogs a second job you're doing on. I'm sick of the. I'm going down. I'm shutting down the content mills. I'm getting. I'm kicking over the water and pestle within them, and I'm going no yeah, more content I mean, mills. I take a screenshot to send to like my friend, and I'm I'm done for marketing for that, the next yeah. month. <laughs> That's also where I'm at. Posting the show and tell the Discord. Wipe my hands. It's done. Exactly. I I I make my my one post across each social media platform for a month, and I go, ha ha, success. And then I yeah. And then I re, and then I repeat that the next month. So I'm I do all my marketing work. Could I theoretically spend more time on like? all the things constantly like trying to get involved in conversations and uh, replying to, I can do all these things, but also that also takes time and I don't like it. So I'd rather just, you know, uh, spread my tendrils out and like do word of mouth slowly by including in ever increasing number of uh, contributors and them being like, Oh, I was in this thing. I think it's kind of cool. And they'll be like, <laughs> what was that thing? And it's like, ah, I think it was called indie apocalypse. No, no, that's not right. It's indie apocalypse. There's no a in it. Uh, it's like, Oh, that sounds cool. And then it'll, they'll think about it three months from now and then maybe Google it. And I'll be like, yes, I have good SEO. So I'm at the top of that. I think, I think I am. Let me check incognito. So, yes, I am. Okay. <laughs> I'm top. Oh, my God. My own website is in the top search results. What a treat. But this this stupid. I need to get. I need someone at Polygon to write about me. And I need someone at GameDeveloper.com to write about me. So I can kill their. So I can conquer their stupid articles about. Uh, the indie apocalypse which is something they made up (laughs) yeah there's there are too many video games what now it's like no no there are not too many video games (laughs) like there are literally only too many video games if you think that you need to play every video game which is impossible there's too many movies we're in a movie apocalypse (laughs) It's all like it's all this this false premise that like pushes the narrative of there's like a must be an established canon each year that we all agree on and that's like no no I yeah the the secret is you don't actually need to pay all the games that get marketed and people spend a lot of money on to tell you you should play you don't actually need to play any of those and your life isn't any worse because of it mm-hmm. very true. I can't think of the last, like, I don't know, even any darlings or whatever I've played. You don't need to, you don't need to, you don't need to embrace being like the weird freak that just likes things that nobody else likes and makes you difficult to talk to. That's (laughs) what I love to do. I love to be, uh, I love to go and have pizza with my friends and be like, Guys, who 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 here was watching 
who here just finished watching the Three Color Trilogy, and they're like, not me. <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> but sometimes you can talk to a friend about the Friends of Eddie Coyle, and you'd be like, yeah, I love that he's a real sad sack, and that they talk, and that they mention Fall River, because I, I know what that place is. That's uh, one of the fun treats about uh, living in a place, not being in a place that people like are in movies all the time. Is that when movies say all those town names, you know, you go, yeah, and you pump your face like, yeah, I know those town names. <laughs> I've I've driven through them before. I would never stop in them because there's no reason to stop in them, but I have driven th- past them. <laughs> but uh, me, I'm ending the show. In the apocalypse, it's cool. I think you ought to buy it if you do things like buy it. Uh, that's the main thing you should probably do with it. Or I guess play the games too. Uh, you can do both of those things in equal measure. But when you buy them, uh, people like the people here uh, get money, and they like hey, they uh, they they just get a little cash. I mean, you also you can go to their individual itch pages and just like buy the games there too. That also works. And they're all linked from the Indiepocalypse, uh, like individual store pages. It's like it's not a little, it's not a lot, but it is like maybe occasionally, it's like they're just like ah, oh, they submitted to Indiepocalypse three years ago, and then they occasionally get like seven dollars, and it's like oh, that's nice. That's seven dollars you didn't have before. <laughs> that's kind of like my hope. I like I love the idea of royalties. It seems like. The like least annoying part of like the, like the like the best version of passive income, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I made art, and then somebody's gonna pay me for it forever, because I did it once. <laughs> yes. A <laughs> uh, uh, longtime contributor here, or after in what like issue eight or something, <laughs> and then like so fully aware of the whole. Um, I get seven dollars every two and a half every year or so. <laughs> you, you, you're newbies. You're new to the experience. You don't know what's quite what it's like yet to get that. <laughs> uh, but I, I occasionally have someone be like, "Oh, I noticed that the contract said that you get money. You're supposed to get paid every two weeks, but I didn't get paid the, these last weeks." I was like, "Bad news for you." <laughs> <laughs> after that first after that first week uh sales drop off real bad and also people have to buy it for you to get yes, yeah. yeah and that, that also that first week has patreon and the patreon like uh, been steadily increasing so it's like you get like 40 dollars just pretty much just from patreon so you get it like oh wow on your second week, you get like forty bucks, and you're like, "Wow, this thing's cool." Then the second, then the third week, you're like, "Uh, I didn't get anything." It's like, <laughs> "Hey, hey, buddy, you and me both." <laughs> but, uh, uh, that's also why I do the the yearly pledge drive, which is coming up soon, as a way to like help distribute that money around and raise a bunch of money, and because I uh, I take all all those pledge drive funds and I equally distribute them. And I'm thinking this, I'm thinking I'm going to do it among all the issues that haven't broken even yet, which is, uh, uh, 37 of them. (laughs) (laughs) One of them did. 
three of them. Well, I'm counting the bo- the two bonus issues. Oh, I see. Oh, so, I see. yeah, one was sponsored, so it kind of doesn't count <laughs> because I didn't uh, technically someone else technically range touch paid for that issue. So it, it, it kind of, but then, but then like two of them have also just organically broken even over time. One of them was the first issue. <laughs> so it only oh, takes like two and a half years or whatever. And what is the other one? Oh, the other one is the third issue. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh my god! The rest of them, uh, not so much. Uh, which one is the furthest away from breaking even? Thirty-six. Oh, no. Thirty-six is looking pretty far away. Uh, uh, for your issue, I will say, uh, issue thirty-seven currently running a net profit of negative three hundred ninety dollars and seventy-three cents. Oh, no. <laughs> so you know uh let me just do some quick math so uh, uh, uh 390 times i get 20 percent. so what do i do with that so it's like 390 divided by 20.20 i think yeah so it's like 1950 in sales i think and then i'll break even uh you know that's just that's just like I don't know, 100 people? A, a little, what's that? Like, uh, oh, oh, no. I know why. Okay, I hit stop recording, but it actually wasn't that long ago because um, my stop recording is on my numpad's subtract bar. So it was when I was talking about the math. So, the subtract. Yeah. The subtraction did it. Yeah. Well, yes. that's because <laughs> I uh, when I when I record this, the footage for my uh, for the trailers I make each week each month, I have uh, uh, two things I very I rarely use while I'm streaming, which is the um, numpad multiply and numpad subtract. <laughs> but here I am doing math on stream, so <laughs> the math did it. Yeah. But fortunately, that means I didn't lose very much. Uh, mm-hmm. You just lost me saying about math. Oh, right. You lost me talking about um, IndiePockets.com slash Patreon, IndiePockets.com slash Submit. Uh, that's it. That's it. Uh, thank you both for being here. Uh, thank, thank you for, you for having me. No, thank you for being yeah. in the zine and for making games, you know? The, the medium mm. is enriched just by merely by the presence of all these contributors and i and i uh, uh have been spending the past year overcoming my frustration that more people are not paying attention to it when i'm like mm. look at the look at this all look at all these people they're making such good games <laughs> i'm handing them to you on a silver platter <laughs> uh mm-hmm. but you know what even even if even if no matter no matter the coverage the games are still good they still exist and you know 10 years from now they'll still be good games art doesn't get worse with time usually it i mean sometimes things become dated but generally generally speaking uh they don't get worse some some even some works of art even get better with time <laughs> as we as we kind of uh, recognize the brilliance they had that we couldn't recognize at the time 
the art takes off their glasses and then undoes their hair. And we're like, you were so beautiful the whole time. And I never <laughs> knew it. Uh, but with that, I'm closing the show. Thank you both for being here. Uh, goodbye. Uh, thank you. <laughs>